Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 31. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. Today's topic is the photo feedback loop. Hi there, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about feedback. Feedback is important to growing as a photographer, as an artist, and not all feedback comes at the same speed. If you enjoy today's podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings really help others find the show. So feedback. I'm going to go out on a limb here that you think feedback is generally valuable. And I certainly do. It's part of improving as a photographer. Now, feedback is twofold. There's two pieces. The first piece is the feedback itself. Is it good feedback? Is it constructive? I'm sure that you have shared photos online and you've gotten those one-liner replies or comments like, great capture or wow, and that feels nice for a moment, but that doesn't really help us grow as artists. Equally as useless are comments like, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I got one I still remember. The person said, quote, ugly milk water, which basically told me whomever commented didn't like extra long exposures of water. It didn't help me improve my photography at all. For today's discussion, let's assume that we're getting good feedback. The first piece, the feedback itself, is meaningful, it's constructive, it's something actionable. The second piece of feedback is the rate of application. How quickly can you put the feedback into practice? Does the next bit of feedback come in rapidly as well? The tighter the feedback loop, the faster we can grow. And as I thought about this topic, I realized the various places that we get feedback on our photography come in at very different rates. For example, the technical aspects of photography, I think, have a short, tight feedback loop. It's right in our hands, it's our cameras. Our cameras give us direct feedback in the field all the time. Focus. You have thousands of focus points. You can turn on focus peaking. You can get really fast subject tracking. All those things helping us nail focus. And we know when we didn't get it. Exposure. Uh, we have the blinkies. You have zebra stripes. You have your immediate histogram from a live feed looking like the LCD and seeing that histogram. Uh, the LCD itself. The digital playback. Quickly compare photos A, B, and C right there in the field. It's a completely different world. If you've ever used film, you know this. Our modern cameras carry a lot of that weight for us, and making a good exposure is pretty easy. And the feedback we get on exposure, focus, it's immediate. And we can put those lessons right back into practice on the very next frame and then that frame gives you more input again. So that feedback loop of the technical parts of photography are very, very tight. Now a longer feedback loop might be creating a stronger photo itself, like intuiting what would be the stronger composition of a given scene can take more time. What angle 
should I be approaching a subject from? From above? From below? What type of framing should I use? You need to capture more photos, study them, understand why one photo resonates more than another, the interplay of the subject in its context, the positioning of the elements in the frame. It's a skill that's nurtured. Lighting. Lighting is another longer feedback loop. If you're doing studio or portrait work, it might take many photo sessions to fine-tune your lighting setup. Uh, understanding flash and reflectors and softboxes. You know, this is actually a world I know very little about, but I imagine it must take time to fine-tune that. A studio photographer iterates, tweaks, tinkers, reviews all sorts of photos along the way to refine the process. So the feedback loop is a little more drawn out. I'm reminded of my own adventures in audio, which is really more of a videography thing. But as a content creator for YouTube, audio has been by far the biggest area of growth for me. Capturing good audio in the field took a while. In the studio, it took a while. Each had their own sets of challenges. This podcast is another example. Every environment's got its own unique items to adjust, and those take time. The feedback loop is longer. Post-processing could be another area. Our skills with the tools grow over time. I remember when layers were mind-bending when I first tried to use them, and the notion of luminosity masks just did not click with me at all. At first, I got used to things. I worked with them, and over time, they've become really second nature. But that iteration took longer. Another thought about the post-processing feedback loop is actually when we get desensitized to certain adjustments. So uh, here, little poll, raise your hand if you've ever pushed clarity or definition too far. You know, my hand is up. When I first discovered that clarity slider, oh man, I was amazed. I could pull out all this detail in a scene. I used it a lot, and I got used to seeing very highly produced photos with high amounts of clarity. And what used to be enough clarity kind of wasn't enough anymore. And you push a little farther. A few months later, you go back and look at some of those previous photos and you realize, oh man, you know, I've gone overboard. That feedback loop, that learning arc, it's, it's longer and it can take a little bit longer to put those things into practice again and grow our artistry. And there's the infinite loop, which is artistic expression. Uh, this one's even hard to put into words. You know, to capture the essential moment in a given scene, these are not subjective. It's not, is the photo sharp or is it not? It's very interpretive. And direct feedback that is both good and actionable can come fewer and farther between. And the feedback loop that shapes our artistic expression could take years to develop, maybe decades. Wherever you are on your photo journey, there's something that you're working on, something you're trying to learn or improve upon. If you're struggling with it or feel like you're not making enough progress fast enough, maybe the feedback loop you're on is a longer one. 
new information or new ideas may come at a slower pace, and that new information may take more time to put into practice. Think about the feedback arc. Maybe any impatience or frustration you feel can be tempered a little. Some additional thoughts about these feedback loops. Of course, we want to improve, and it feels good when we can improve quickly. So, what are some thoughts around tightening these feedback loops?、Uh, the short stuff, you know, for the camera work, it's really just leverage the camera. Use your live histogram. Use your zebra stripes. Use focus peaking. Read your camera manual and find out what kind of help. It can give you what feedback you can get through your LCD, your EVF, your live view, and then practice. Notice when the camera warns you. Take a moment. Why did the camera warn me? And as you make the adjustments, incorporate that. You know, internalize that. Your cycle of improving your camera settings and your capture technique will tighten, and it will become second nature. For those moderately longer feedback loops, where you're trying to improve, let's say composition or framing, get feedback from trusted sources, photographers that you admire. You trust their input, and I recommend that you ask for focused feedback. Now, no pun intended. What I mean is, if you're struggling with lighting, for example, ask for input on lighting. If you're struggling with composition, ask. How a set of your photos could be more strongly composed. Ask targeted questions to whomever is going to give you that feedback. And hey, if you're giving feedback, if you're on the receiving end of someone asking you for feedback because they see you as a trusted source, have a listen to episode 17 of this podcast. I share some thoughts about delivering critique and doing it with empathy because it's highly likely. The person's work you're critiquing is on a different point on their photo journey compared to yours. For that long, if not infinite loop, I do not know if I've got specific guidance.、Uh, self-diagnosing, introspection, reflection are certainly worthwhile. If you're not self-critiquing your work, or periodically taking a look at. Older segments of your work compared to newer segments to see how your style has changed. Give that a try. Maybe have a small cadre of friends, like a long-term group. It could be a smaller segment of a larger camera club, where you are going to develop a relationship over many years. Someone who will know your art and know where you were and where you've grown to, and. Then ask them for feedback. Ask them for targeted, focused feedback. You may get some、uh, some interesting insights. While I'm thinking of it, if you're a working professional, get feedback from your clients.、Uh, the input may drift toward the business side of things beyond the photos. Like not only、uh, I like these photos or you know, whatever that might be, but also、um, you know, I, I like the way that you communicated, or、uh, I would like to get more of this or less of that. You know, hey, that's good too. It's just good business. And do remember that you are still the artist. You have the final say on what to do with the feedback. You can absorb the feedback, listen to it, and choose whether or not to put it into action.
If you haven't already listened to episode four of this podcast, I really encourage you to do so. I share a great story about George Harrison listening to and summarily turning down feedback from Paul McCartney, and I think it squarely relates to photographers and owning your art. A quick update on Luminar start to finish. That is the next video course I'm working on. It is nearly complete and should be available sometime this month in August of 2020. If you're a Luminar user, you're looking to expand your skills, be on the lookout for that. That course will be made available free to members of Patreon. So if you are part of the Patreon community, thank you again for supporting this show. And one of the ways I get to thank you tangibly is with uh, courses like this, like Luminar Start to Finish. So that will be made available to the Patreon members free of charge, and you should see it in your Patreon feed in the month of August. And if you're interested in learning more about the Patreon community, supporting this show, making this podcast possible, actually helping thousands of other photographers enjoy their photography. It supports other things I do in addition to this podcast. Check the show notes. There's a link to the Patreon community. There's also a button on every page of stopdownpodcast.com called support the show. You can learn more about it. And that will wrap up this week's episode on feedback. I hope you found it useful, maybe inspiring, and you want to get yourself some feedback, or at least start paying a little more attention to what your camera's telling you. That's a great place to start because it's in the palm of your hand. I'm working on another topic for next week, and if you've got a question about photography, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me directly through the contact form on stopdownpodcast.com. Messages come right to me. And again, if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell a friend, and if you have a moment, Please add a rating on Apple Podcast. Until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun.